Hello and welcome to the Malbert Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mark and it's my pleasure to join you in reading from the Advent Devotional Guide. Today is Wednesday, December 27th, and the scripture passage is Isaiah 59 verses 1 through 13. I'll be reading from the New International Version. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. For your hands are stained with blood, your fingers with guilt. Your lips have spoken falsely, and your tongue mutters wicked things. No one calls for justice. No one pleads a case with integrity. They rely on empty arguments. They utter lies. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. They hatch the eggs of vipers and spin a spider's web. Whoever eats their eggs will die, and when one is broken, an adder is hatched. Their cobwebs are useless for clothing. They cannot cover themselves with what they make. Their deeds are evil deeds, and acts of violence are in their hands. Their feet rush into sin. They are swift to shed innocent blood. They pursue evil schemes. Acts of violence mark their ways. The way of peace they do not know. There is no justice in their paths. They have turned them into crooked roads. No one who walks along them will know peace. So justice is far from us, and righteousness does not reach us. We look for light, but all is darkness, for brightness, but we walk in deep shadows. Like the blind, we grope along the wall, feeling our way like people without eyes. At midday we stumble as if it were twilight. Among the strong, we are like the dead. We all growl like bears. We moan mournfully like doves. We look for justice, but find none. For deliverance, but it is far away. For our offenses are many in your sight, and our sins testify against us. Our offenses are ever with us, and we acknowledge our iniquities. Rebellion and treachery against the Lord turning our backs on our God, inciting revolt and oppression, uttering lies our hearts have conceived. Today's devotional is entitled, The Sin Cycle. Isaiah chapters 58 and 59 are closely connected. Through Isaiah, the Lord declares what will happen when the Israelites honor the Lord and keep the Sabbath. They will find joy. Sadly, we're right back to square one in Isaiah 59 but your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. For your hands are stained with blood and your fingers with guilt. Furthermore, the Israelites have lied and spoken maliciously against others, and still no one cares about true justice. They multiply evil, rush into sin, and walk crooked roads. Throughout scripture, we as readers see the cycle of sin repeat itself. The Israelites, and we, sin, and the consequences of sin surface, and restoration and forgiveness are offered. The question that faces us is this, will we repent, delight in the Lord, and commit to changing our ways, or will we remain stuck in the sin cycle? The beginning of Isaiah 59 is tough reading. Much of it is doom and gloom. Isaiah 59, 1, though, is the key, I think. 
Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. In God, there's always potential for salvation, for rescue, and for redemption. It is this potential that should lift our hearts and minds, even though we may be stuck in the sin cycle. There's no place the Lord cannot reach you and bring you in. Nowhere can the Lord not hear your voice. As the prophet Joel said, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Call on the name of the Lord and believe in the gospel of Jesus, for he alone is the one that can release you from the sin cycle. Today is the last day for Mark to be reading the Advent devotional, so I wanted to do a little bonus track with him. Mark, tell me a little bit about one of your favorite Christmas traditions. So I remember growing up, um, my family loved Christmas movies, and I think a lot of people, a lot of families love watching Christmas movies together, but I have a lot of really great memories watching Christmas movies growing up. Uh, we loved watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We loved watching Elf and Christmas Vacation. And then kind of more of a deep track was Christmas with the Cranks. For whatever reason, my family loved that movie. I've never th- seen it. I don't think it's that... I don't think it's that popular, but again, for whatever reason, we really loved it. So I've got really great memories of just during the Christmas season, watching those movies together as a family. And then now with my family, we have slowly but surely gotten into some of those Christmas movies as well. And my kid's favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch. We probably watched that movie 20 or 30 times before Christmas, (laughs) um, before Christmas Day comes. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and those are just uh, yeah some good memories that I've had in my childhood, and ones that I hope to continue making with my own family here. So, well, we're recording this prior to Christmas, obviously, but Christmas has already happened when you're listening to this. So, what are some of the foods that you binged out on on Christmas Day or at a Christmas celebration? So. Just generally speaking, uh, I love food in general, so I'll eat just about anything. Um, I always just love knowing I'm going to get a good honey-baked ham. My family loved <laughs> and still does get a good honey-baked ham for uh, for our big Christmas meal. But uh, one of the more unusual dishes that I think we had at our family uh, Christmas dinner growing up was Watergate salad. I'll be completely honest. I don't know what Watergate salad is, <laughs> but it's got like some cranberries and marshmallow and like some kind of like cool mint whip kind of thing. Um, I didn't really like it, but I always associate Watergate salad with Christmas dinner. So, so do you eat it even though you don't like it? Or? I, I try to eat it, but there are others <laughs> in my family who will eat it religiously. So I know that if I don't eat it, uh, others will eat plenty of it. So tell me a way that we can be praying as a church for your family. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, right now has just been a really uh, sweet season for, for the five of us, uh, for the rectors. And, you know, I think just continuing to pray for our kids, just that they would continue to grow um, just in wisdom and maturity and knowing the Lord and that they would continue to have their hearts soften as they learn how to be friends and continue to learn how to treat others. I think that's something that Ann and I have talked and and prayed a lot about lately. So I always take it back to the kids, but um, lifting our kids up right now would would be much appreciated. So, And for your ministry here at Mount Brook Baptist, what are some ways we can pray alongside you in that? 
Yeah, so uh, right now we are really in the middle of working through our missions funding for for next year for 2024, and um, just praying that we as a as a missions committee would be wise uh, and charitable in the ways that we seek to support the different uh, mission partners and organizations here at Mount Brick Baptist Church. And I'm so grateful too, just of the support. Um, and the help, uh, all the help that myself and others have had in helping put on Living Nativity this past year. Such a wonderful event, and it's been really cool to come in the past two years and just to see how much Living Nativity just means to not only our church, but also our community. And so um, that wouldn't happen without people volunteering their time and their effort and energy. So I'm just really grateful for that. And so thank you to all of those who, who have helped. That's a good word. I was going to ask you, are there ways coming up where people can help you in some type of volunteer role? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one thing, you know, thinking missions wise, you know, one thing I would really love to kind of to see more in 2024 and beyond is to have perhaps more more frequent, maybe smaller serve days with some of our local mission partners here in the city. And so if that is something that you're interested in, or if there's a particular mission partner um, of our churches that you know about and feel called to, to help or to serve, um, please let me know. Um, I want to do everything I can to plug in as many people that want to help and, and go serve those um, who need the help or who need the support or even just our partners who, you know, just need basic things done uh, from time to time. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know. And I really do hope and pray that we can um, do more of that here this year and in the days to come. So thank you, Mark, for all that you do for Mount Brook Baptist. May I end our time together with prayer? Of course. Lord, we are so grateful for Mark and his ministry to Mount Brook Baptist and to the surrounding community. And we do want to pray alongside his family, even now, Lord, for his children as they grow and mature. Would you grow them in wisdom and stature and favor with you and with others? Would you help them and us to be conduits of your love and grace? Would you give them kind words and help them to be just little lights in their community that they might share the love of Christ, not even in word, but in their deeds, in their classroom, or in their home, or in the community. We do pray for Mark and the Missions Committee, and we pray, Lord, that you would allocate funds, that you would give abundance of funds, and then we would be able to use those funds in different ways to support the ministry efforts of the gospel ministry around the world. Give them wisdom and give them just compassion and help as they allocate funds. And then ultimately, Lord, continue to deepen our relationships with our local mission partners and help us to know the areas where we need to be reaching out to others and bless and keep those ministries, Lord, and, and prosper them, we pray. Thank you, Lord, for Mark's ministry. And we just ask, Lord, your protection over him in 2024 and in the days to come. Pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.